You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. Minnesota Wild, proudly select from the University of Wisconsin, Charlie Strammel. All right. All right, we had back-to-back nights at Tootsie, so we know what Billy's talking about. But <laughs> So a badger goes. What do you have on uh, this badger, Boosh? Yeah, this is, a, this is a big guy. This is a guy that was rated uh, inside the top ten coming yes. into this season. Judd's Hockey Show. Uh, we're going to do a full episode on Friday with our friend Jesse Pierce, but it's Judd and Declan to try to talk people off a ledge because uh, the pick of Charlie, the pronunciation I found was Stramel. Stramel. But anyway, Stramel, Stramel, a Wisconsin kid who's actually from Rosemount, Minnesota, uh, it set off a Twitter fire of people that were very upset by the guys that the Wild passed on at pick 21. Very upset about the direction that the Wild is going. Thought that this was a complete reach because the kid, as a true freshman at Wisconsin, had five goals and seven assists um, last season with a bad Badgers team. But, Dex, I'm often reminded of your frequent rants about prospects when I see things like this. And I don't consider ourselves to be apologists for this team. But, you know, how long have we been bitching about the fact that they don't have competent big centers, right? Yep. And saying and right-handed shots, and saying you know, and Bill Guerin has said, ah, you know, we we can get by with different guys there. It's not a big deal. And like we finally just called BS and said, no, you need centers. This kid's six three, two twenty two, and by the way, the Wild's first three picks in this draft all centers. But um, I would just like to hear again for the people out there your rant about prospects because Twitter lit up with a bunch of scouts last night or not scouts that thought that this was like one of the worst picks they had seen. You you, uh, are well aware that I think prospect takes are just like one of the most intriguing realms to get into. Um, I'm not trying to say that outside of scouts are the only NHL scouts and team scouts are the only ones who really know about these guys. But man, for right or wrong reasons, I default to them no matter what. Um, And if if we want to get into the, the, you know, loving into prospects, that's a, that's another story. But basically what the wild have done here is they're taking chances on three, like to your point, of three centers. Charlie Stramel, um, who was their first pick. You go for it on the second pick. Rasmus Kampalainen, I believe, is probably the best I can do there with their 53rd pick. And Riley Height, thank you, Riley. Riley Height with their 64th (laughs) pick uh, from Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, Three centers there. Odds are here, odds are... One of these guys is going to pan out to a serviceable NHL player. That's the odds here. You're, you're not going to hit home runs on every single draft pick. I actually am a little surprised the Wild ended up keeping all three of these selections. They just decided instead of maybe trading one of these to move up, maybe trading one of these for an established player or, or using it as a, as a piece to get an established player, they're making the bet that between the three centers that they've drafted in the first two rounds of the NHL draft, 
that one of them is going to be a serviceable, solid, two-way type center going forward for the organization. I'd be pretty surprised if one of these guys is with the Wild next year or even the season after that. But that's the bet they're making here. I mean, they cannot develop centers. Uh, Bill Guerin is sick of being asked about it, so he went out and drafted three centers. And if you're asking me what's the percentage that one of these guys hits, I think it's probably a solid bet that's above 50% that one of these three guys turns out to be a serviceable NHL player. Not their 100th percent ceiling, by the way. I want that to be on the record. I don't know if Strammel will hit his 100% ceiling comp, but I will bet that one of these three centers turns into a very solid center for them in the next few years. So you're saying, best case in your opinion, Eric Tanekish. Yeah. Best case. Because I mean, he got off to a really rough start. Yes. We, we all thought Brock Besser was going to be Gordie Howe, and in retrospect, now Eck has turned into a pretty well, good, I'll, damn good player. I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase so. uh, best case to realistic. Realistic case is one of these three guys turns into a solid two-way center. That's the realistic case. Best case, obviously, is one of these guys becomes a you know one of the best centers in the league. That's best case. But more realistic take is one of these three guys turns in to a serviceable NHL solid player. And I think the issue among... Uh, fans with Strammel was the fact that he appears to, to be a reach. Now, a year ago, supposedly, before he had the really tough uh, season at Wisconsin, he would have been like a top 15 pick. Um, he fell, and in some of the prospect scouting, he fell into the second round. Now, the question becomes, is that what truly happened within the league? There were other centers taken after Strammel that people liked more, but I'm with you on this, and once you get to 21, it gets pretty damn difficult because you're judging 17 18 year old kids if i'm not mistaken connor bedard turns 18 in july now he's supposed to be a sure thing but i mean 17 um is certainly not an age at which it is easy it's a lot like the baseball draft you are in a lot of cases trying to guess your best and i think outside the top 10 you are often trying to just project as well as you possibly can but there's three things dex that come to mind for me one is Judd Brackett was hired after he left the Canucks. And we all said, Judd Brackett's really good. Great hire. So now are we going to turn around pretty quickly and be like, <laughs> he was reaching all draft. Now, if this was Chuck Fletcher in like his fourth draft, I'd pile on too. Because the track record finally got to be a point where you're like, what are you doing, dude? Right? But Judd Brackett came with a resume that was impressive. And the last time I checked, the Athletic last year had the wild organization ranked number one in prospects so one i'm not going to say well he screwed the pooch here he's lost his touch the other thing and i tweeted this is as i said before we have been whining and moaning rightfully so about the lack of premium that the wild has put on this position and especially bigger centers stramel is known as a power forward who can go to the front of the net if that sounds for familiar that's a lot of what Eric Sinek can do well he is 6'3 and I've seen him uh listed weight wise just right now anywhere at the age of 18 I should say anywhere between 212 and 222 pounds um he can win face-offs so like the scouting report qualifies to exactly what this team needs this team needs big centers mm -hmm. it needs guys that can go to the net it needs guys that can clear things out 
Um, so I feel I would be being hypocritical now to turn around and said, you should have drafted a smaller wing because, and, you know, keep in mind, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Declan, Billy Guerin's first pick as the wild GM was, or, or was it Fenton? It was, yeah, Fenton picked Boldy over Caulfield. And a lot of fans are like, how could you let Cole yeah. Caulfield go? And it's like, because Boldy's size from a playoff standpoint makes a ton of, of sense. So. Full disclosure from my end, I would feel super hypocritical to get on here and say they picked the prototype of what I've been begging for, but I don't like how they did it. You know? Yeah. So that's my that's my problem. And I also tweeted this last night. Not sure about you. I am far more concerned right now as we talk about the development potentially of a top 10 pick, Marco Rossi, than I am about this pick. Yeah, I mean that that's this is prospect hunting, like right? Like that's where we everyone was convinced, um NHL scouts and you know, internet scouts that this guy was a surefire thing. Well, that draft class was loaded and we went over this a few weeks ago on Judd's hockey show that almost everyone in that top ten of the draft has gotten a pretty fair shake in the NHL outside of Rossi. And for the most part, almost half of them are serviceable NHL players so far in their careers, but sometimes top ten picks just don't turn out to be what you thought they were going to be. So now when you're, you know, down in the draft and you're picking 21st and I guess good for Billy to keep all three of these picks in the first two rounds, he's saying of these three guys, one of them should pan out and be a really good player for us. Um, If all three of them turn out to be studs and, you know, the Wild are hoisting the cup in six years and all three of those guys are contributing, man, that's a that's a legendary NHL draft. But odds are that's not going to even be remotely the case. So. Um, I like that Billy just decided that, hey, we're going to draft a lot of centers. We're going to keep our picks. We're in salary cap hell. There's no point to be trading them to also put us you know, deeper in the hole or trying to basically manipulate the salary that. cap. It ends up yep. being probably the smarter move for Garen and the organization going forward. Um, but we just probably won't know on the most of these guys uh, for, for a couple of years. Yes. I also like the fact that what Billy Garrett has said continually is not reflected by this draft, which is you can create centers. Ryan Hartman, God bless him, he works his ass off. But I'd be very happy to see him move to wing. You know what I mean? Yep. So and 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 the, the cautionary tale in all of this, I brought this up before, but the cautionary tale in all of this for wild fans is Jewel Erickson Eck. Because I was that three years in where we were all set to bail? And oh, yeah. we thought that was the worst pick Brock of Besser. all time. Yes. And and yeah, but but I mean he has turned himself into a very serviceable good player. Superstar, absolutely not. But he's a guy that you can ride with. And if you can to what you're saying, if one of these three guys, or you know, two, which would be great, if two of these three guys are guys that you can eventually plug and play, and keep in mind too, centers can be moved to wing. Like, I totally get what they're trying to do, and I understand that it might not be the sexiest names and that the draft experts and quote marks might not like it, but baseball and hockey, I'm with you. Like, football, we can break things down a little bit more, especially first round. Yeah. But baseball and hockey, I think you nailed it a long time ago, which is you're just really trying to guess the best that you possibly can. And I would prefer that you get bigger guys that you think can play a position that is a, no question about this premium spot. And you know, with those NFL guys, you know, there's college football teams that are playing every week and there's excess of tape. Like I can't find the, you know, QHML league. I'm not going to find tape on that. Major junior is great, but in the 18 decks or 17, that's the thing too. 
I, I mean, the NFL is drafting very close to adults. Yes. Age-wise. Yep. Like, physically, they're they're matured. If you watch the draft, these kids have no – I don't think Bernard shaves yet. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't think but Last thing, how disappointed <laughs> were you by no trades in the first round? Well, I mean – no, no trades like as in like no trades up like or like just trades like no, for I, players like trades in general. No, yeah. anything last night. Yeah, I know. I was a little Some surprised. Trades were made before nothing. I, I mean, yeah, we've seen it a little bit more, but I, I think uh, this is just kind of what the NHL and MLB draft do. Like most of these, most of these organizations and teams kind of know what they want to do at their allotted pick, and movement is now becoming a rarity. You know, like uh, I saw Bailey for the Islanders got shopped on day two of the draft just for a salary dump purpose for yeah. for Islanders and Chicago bought him out immediately. Right. Like um, you're just not going to see that as much. Yes, I would love some moves to happen, but all those draft picks that are now being I mean, the trade deadline has jumped the shark in the NHL for good reason. Like I think the NHL trade deadline, especially in the last few years, has honestly turned into a marquee event, just like the MLB and NBA trade deadline. They've done a really good job at marketing that. And it's just become a lot more exciting. And then in return, those organizations are looking at that draft as, well, now we're not going to shop. Like, we now have a surplus of these, and we want to use them to help build out our organization. So I think that also plays into the factor of why we just don't see NHL draft day trades maybe as much as we used to. That's probably a good point. Um, By the way, cue up the film. If the wild draft has upset you, if you're mad right now, what you need is throttle therapy. And, folks, I've got it because of PowerLogic Miller Marine. Their 88-degree sail was hot, but if you missed the boat on that one, we'll have you on the lake before sunset. Look at that. With their hook-and-go special, throttle therapy just got real now through the 4th of July. Bring home your own trend-setting Bennington pontoon. Savings of up to $40,000 off MSRP. Showroom is is waiting with water-ready pontoons and tritunes. Huge Independence Day savings on boat, motor, and trailer packages. Over 600 watercraft in stock. Launch into adventure today at Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey, and Onamia, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, the world's largest Bennington dealer. So go check it out. Finan- uh, financing available on approved credit, freight, and prep, not included in packages. Again, throttle therapy. If you're upset <laughs> at Bill Guerin, if you're upset at the Wild, imagine being on that Lake Fourth of July. They will help you do exactly that. Hit the subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. Plenty on the Wolves, Twins, also on Purple Daily. It's historical pie chart week. We'll have Jesse Pierce, of course, on the show also tomorrow to kind of break things down from a from a whole from an NHL.com and and a long term side too. So be on the lookout for that episode tomorrow. Pass shoot score.